listening to Ambitious AF, a podcast that will help you level up, find positivity, and put yourself on top right now and every day for the rest of your life. I'm your host, Caroline Lewis, and each week I will bring you a guest or thought that will motivate you to get out of bed every morning with the willingness to succeed. Being ambitious means you are proud of who you are and everything you've accomplished. Only you can make that happen, though. But with the help of this podcast, you will rise to the top. You will find success. You will believe in yourself and manifest happiness. And most importantly, you will become ambitious AF. I know you are eager to begin. So let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode here on Ambitious AF. I'm your host, Caroline Lewis. And today we have another special guest, Jacqueline is about to talk in just a few seconds, and she is a life coach and motivational speaker, but she is also a fellow podcaster, which is super, super fun. So her podcast is Spark Your Light, which I'm just super excited for you all to listen to her podcast as well as have her on today because we need more motivation in our lives. So (laughs) welcome, Jacqueline. Thank you so much for coming on, and let's just dive into what your business is, how you got started, and more about you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So as you mentioned, I am a life coach, motivational speaker. I'm an author. I've published two books. um, And my business basically consists of coaching clients one-on-one, my courses, and speaking and writing. I'm working on my third book. So it's kind of, uh, I guess, like a few different channels. And how I got started is... uh, A bit of a long story, but I'm going to try to keep it concise, Um, but it's a good one for sure. So my story goes back to college. I was a junior at Georgetown, and I thought that I wanted to be in corporate marketing. I thought that I I never thought about like being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved the idea of marketing in corporate America. I was double majoring in marketing and international business. So I worked really hard to land a big corporate internship that summer between my junior and senior year of college. And a few months into it, I was just like, is this it? And I I remember the exact day I was driving home from work one day and I was thinking like, is this going to be every day for the rest of my life? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like I hated it or I was so miserable. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have anything bad Mm -hmm. to say about the company or anything. It was just like, I didn't feel fulfilled Mm -hmm. fully. And I think I was at a place where, so many of the other needs in my life were met. I was in a really happy relationship. I was finally making money. I mean, it wasn't a lot. It was an internship, but living at home with my parents, I felt like I was rich. I remember (laughs) I got an $800 paycheck and I was like, what do I do with this? I'm rich. And so, so many of my other needs were met. It was like that need of fulfillment was Mm -hmm. the only one that wasn't yet met. And I kept thinking to myself while I was driving home that day that the reason I didn't feel fulfilled is because I was working for someone else's goals. Mm -hmm. I was selling Mm -hmm. their products not my own. And if I was working towards my own goals, I would feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And that statement remains true to this day. Like I genuinely feel so fulfilled, even though there are so many challenges with running your own business. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I feel so fulfilled, like being in control and knowing that every day I do this for me and my Mm -hmm. family Mm -hmm. and the people that I help. And I'm actually passionate about the work I do. Um, So that was kind of the decision to start a business, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know what business to start. So August, going into my senior year of college, I would write down business ideas every day. (laughs) And unfortunately, my brain was very much in a box, which (laughs) I think happens 
literally all the time throughout our lives. I'm still in some sort of box. It's just a much bigger box. And so at the time that box was business means you sell a product because Mm -hmm. I watched Shark Tank and I saw people sell products. (laughs) And so all of my ideas were product ideas. Like I didn't have any kind of service ideas. I didn't have any kind of like tech ideas. It was just all physical Mm -hmm. products. So at the end of August, I decided I was about to move back into school that I was just going to pick an idea and run with it because I felt like if I could just decide on something, then I would start learning the lessons and figuring it out. And it didn't really matter what I picked, which is kind of true and kind of not in hindsight. Part of that was really great because it just got me to start. Part of it, I didn't really think that much about my idea. I kind of just ran with something. Mm -hmm. So the idea that I ended up running with were these plates. They're pineapple plates and they encourage eating balanced meals because Mm -hmm. one of the things that I struggled with in college was binge eating disorder. So these plates helped combat that. And it was something that I thought, really would help people because it helped me. And long story short with the plates, um, I spent 10K on them. I had to waitress like my whole first semester, probably like 20 to 30 hours a week on campus to save up the money. And I borrowed a little bit of money from my parents. Mm -hmm. And they finally came and no one outside of my family and friends actually wanted them. It was really hard to sell them. There was so much uh, explaining that needed to be done on how to use them. Um, And... They were really difficult to ship. They would always get damaged. Like there were just a lot of problems. And so I realized pretty quickly, like this is not working. And at that time I wasn't super beat down because I was still in college. I kind of felt like I was like still figuring it out. I was still a kid. Like nobody took me that seriously. And so it was okay that I failed. Mm -hmm. And so it was not that I learned from my failure at the time. I really didn't. I just felt like it's okay. People fail, Mm -hmm. but I didn't really take any like, uh, lessons from it yet. Mm -hmm. So I picked myself back up and my next thought was, okay, I need to talk to people and ask what they want because I didn't do that last time. So I guess that was the first lesson I learned was really tangible. So I started asking students on campus, Mm -hmm. Hey, what would be some ways that would help you be healthier and have better wellness? Cause my brand was starting to expand just from food to fitness mm-hmm. and mental health and all these other areas of wellness as I evolved in my own personal development journey and my own wellness that, you know, I wanted to incorporate now into this business I was creating. So a lot of people told me that they wanted an app, which sounded really <laughs> cool in theory. And I'm like, yes, that's it. An app. So long story short, I tried to build this app. I raised 20K on Kickstarter to fund it, which sounds like a lot of money. And I'm so, so grateful for every single person who backed me. It was mostly people who knew me. Um, but it really isn't a lot for an app. Um, so I had to hire like college students like myself uh, who probably didn't have all of the experience that was necessary for this complicated app I was trying to build. Um, it went on, I guess, almost a full two years Um with three different sets of developers Mm -hmm. and every time there were problems and it didn't work. The worst time was when I had like a few hundred women actually beta testing the app and they were messaging me saying it's crashing. It's not working all these things. So I was really in it. And at this point I'm like, I guess two years out of college and now I feel like a real failure. Now I'm not just the college student anymore. And I'm living home with my parents. All my friends are like doing their life, doing big things. And here I am I have zero dollars. I remember my car broke down one time um, and I babysat for like three months 
uh, four days a week because I desperately needed a car. Mm -hmm. But like, that was the only money I had. My business made zero dollars. Mm -hmm. Like nothing was working. We hadn't even launched anything. We weren't even selling anything. How could we make money? Right. Yeah. And so it really wasn't going well. And this was the time that I seriously considered giving up my business. And it's really cool because, um, I gave a TEDx, uh, in 2020. And one of the things that I did um, in writing my speech was I looked back at my old journal entry. So I went back mm. to this time in my life. It's like June 2018. And I found the entries of like, I'm going to quit. I'm going to give up. I'm mm. going to get a job. And it was really interesting because within those entries, I found one theme. And the theme was that no matter how many times I said that I wanted to quit or that it was hard, I kept ending that sentence or that phrase with but I know I can do it mm -hmm. and I don't want to sell myself short. And there were these little whispers of courage mm -hmm. and it was just enough courage to keep going. And people always ask me because I talk so much about failure and my failure so openly, like, well, how do you build that? And how do you get back up when you're at that place? Cause for a lot of people, business does take failures mm -hmm. and I'm a huge advocate for failure. I learned so many lessons through those failures. And I really truly believe with my whole heart that those failures were actually my North star, my guiding light to where I am today. Because if I look back, I would have never been a good tech CEO. I wasn't meant to run a product company. I'm meant to be doing what I'm doing now. This is my natural gift. It comes very easily to me mm -hmm. to speak to people, to help people, to coach them, to write all these things that I do. So when you are in that place where you might be struggling, there's a few things that help. One is trusting that your failures are serving you. They're either mm -hmm. teaching you lessons that you need in order to achieve the goals that you really want to achieve in your life, or they are guiding you to where you're meant to be. They're guiding you to your purpose, to the place where you're really going to thrive, and you just don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know motivational speaker was a real career. Like, if you asked me when I was in college, um, what is a motivational speaker? I would say, I don't know, it's like famous people, like athletes <laughs> and stuff that like talk at conferences. Yeah. Like, I had no idea that it was a real career, yeah. right? And so, and I didn't know what a life coach was, and I didn't know about online courses. Mm -hmm. I thought that that meant college courses. Like, mm -hmm. genuinely knew nothing about this world I'm in, and I had to have those failures. But when you're in those moments, it can be really hard to see that. And so what I always recommend is just take the next step. And mm -hmm. so in those times when I was really down, like, all I could do was like take a shower, put on your PJs and get a good night's sleep. Mm -hmm. And then the next day I might've been like, feed yourself three meals and drink lots of water and maybe brainstorm a few ideas of what you might be able to do next. And so it was just like one step at a time. And so during that time, I did a lot of personal development. I believe that personal development is essential to entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And um, in my personal development, I was doing a lot of reflecting on these failures and what they taught me. And that's when I started really diving into that. And so one of the questions in this journal prompt that I was doing was, what is working? And it was really, really interesting to me because my brain had convinced me that nothing was working. And I genuinely thought that everything I had done was like a total failure. But when I really asked myself a question, I started thinking about it. I looked back and I remembered that there was one thing that was working and this is how I got to doing what I'm doing today. So the one thing that was working was that when I was trying to market my app, I would travel to local colleges in the Philadelphia and DC area um, because I'm from Philadelphia and I went to school mm -hmm. in DC. And I would um, go to sorority meetings and I would talk about my eating disorder, my struggles with food and wellness. 
and tell them about what I was doing and what I was creating. And then I would, you know, at the end, ask them if they're interested in my app, if they mm -hmm. wanted to get on this email list, so they'd be the first to know when it came out. And so my whole purpose at the time was marketing the app. And so I chalked it up as a failure because the app failed. Mm. But what I didn't realize was that it was a huge success. Mm -hmm. And when I was looking back, I remembered all the messages I would get every time I spoke on Instagram. Hey, Jacqueline, your speech really helped me. Mm -hmm. I realized that I have an eating disorder and I'm going to get professional health for it. Or I realized that I hate my major and I'm going to switch it. And you talking about how you are creating this business and doing all these things made me realize like I need to create more with my life. And so there were all these people that were being positively impacted by the work I was doing. And... I didn't even realize it because I had my blinders on that nothing mm -hmm. was working. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I started everything I do today. Speaking was the first thing, mm -hmm. um, followed by uh, coaching. And I will say writing, I didn't talk about this because my story, there's so many different crevices, but writing actually came um, before any of this. Writing was in college. I wrote my first book okay. about food. So about that first thing. Yeah. Um, and then my second book I wrote in 2019, when I was like my first big breakthrough year, mm -hmm. um, when I was speaking and coaching, I wrote about some of those concepts. So that's kind of how it evolved. Um, it's quite a journey. So I'm sure you have thoughts or questions. So I'm going to, Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, that was, thank you so much for being so open and, and willing to share that. And I think like the biggest takeaway, I mean, there's so many takeaways, but to everyone listening, it's just proof that you know, we don't have to be afraid to fail. And in fact, failure will kind of lead you to where you're supposed to be. But also just understanding that, you know, if you believe in yourself, I think that's the biggest thing. Like if you believe in yourself, you will get there eventually if you continue to believe in yourself. Because I think a lot of people who like you and like me, like when I had my corporate job, it, it wasn't that it was horrible. It was just the same thing with you. It was like this lack of fulfillment and this lack of like, why am I working all these hours for someone else's dream, but I'm not really feeling like I'm impacting anything in my life or what I want to impact and the people I want to impact. And I think if you ever have those aha moments of, you know, my career is cool right now, or it could even be you are a business owner and you really have a solid business, but then all of a sudden you just have this shift in life because everyone goes through shifts and all of a sudden you wake up and it's not fully fulfilling you like it was before. Don't be afraid to go after what that next fulfillment is. And I think some people think like entrepreneurs are crazy because we jump thing to thing to thing to thing. But it's not that we jump thing to thing to thing. It's just that we're testing our passions, essentially, to figure out which one really, really catches with us and aligns with us as well as our clients to make it successful. And I think all the people that I interview or I listen to on podcasts or meet, I think it's always inspiring to talk to those who are super, super passionate in their business like you. I mean, it's just like radiating. And I think you hear your story of what you had before and the failures. And then you're always like, wait a minute, but she's like so shining and, and energetic. So obviously like something worked out. So it, it, it would always work out if you believe. And I think a lot of people, they just get so hung up on the money and the social 
looks or um, social, the, the bad comments and stuff like that. They get so hung up on those. They instantly go, I'm a failure. I can't do this anymore. And then they jump back into that not fulfilling reality. And um, then they're wondering, you know, what's my life like? So it was so good to hear that story of, of you know, how you had that but you kept pushing forward, which a lot of people need. We need to keep pushing forward no matter what the circumstance is. We need to keep pushing forward until we do wake up every single day happy. So yeah, yeah thank it. you. <laughs> and it is hard. Like it is hard mm-hmm. when you have those um, rude comments from people who yeah. don't get it or you know, it makes you feel even more insecure because you're already insecure about it. And yeah. that's why your self-belief in really focusing on building up your own worthiness, your own belief in the Mm -hmm. inevitability of your success is number one, because those people will never go away. Like now that I've hit, you know, this level of success that I'm at, like I still have people who are judging me and I get like Mm -hmm. mean messages on Instagram Mm -hmm. about who knows what that by telling people (laughs) that they can create anything they want. um, I'm like setting people up for failure because not everyone has that opportunity and it's just not true. Like that's, that's just a limiting belief. Right. And so the point is at every level, you're going to get those people. You're going to get that criticism. Mm-hmm. You're going to get, mm-hmm. so you need your own inner belief and Absolutely. self-worth and self-confidence to get you through every level. Yeah. And I think that's really important. Yeah. And you're also going to have like, when you do have a business, you're also going to have disappointed clients or you're going to have expectations that you didn't think or that you were planning on meeting that you didn't. And you can't just beat yourself up because the minute that you think you can't, you're going to energetically bring that into your life. So you won't. And then you're obviously going to see more negative, bad things keep happening, whether that's life or business. So just understanding that. And it's, I mean, everyone's afraid to fail for sure. I mean, if, if my business went under, I would have no job. I would have no income. I would not be living where I am. Everyone like, right. But I don't keep that even ever a thought because I know that if I believe in myself, then my business will thrive because whether it's this one or the next one, you never know, but you're young and right. You always have this like incredible path to life. So you just choose to keep living it. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. So the whole theme of the podcast podcast is just being ambitious, which obviously you are. So the term ambition or being ambitious, I think when I was originally searching the names for this, the reason I picked this name was because when you go to Google it, it normally relates to greed and like being um, like this snobby person that's just obsessed with money. And I was like, that's not what ambitious is, uh, right? Because everyone has their form of ambition, but entrepreneurs were like so ambitious in such a positive way. So for you... Uh, if you don't mind sharing what that word means to you, being ambitious or having ambition. Yeah, this is so good. Um, And I want to comment on the money thing because I think that's really important. But (laughs) the word ambition to me means unapologetically Mm -hmm. and confidently pursuing your goals, Mm -hmm. the goals that are in your heart, whatever you want for your life. And I've actually learned a lot about this because I used to think that everyone had these huge goals and that they should. And mm-hmm. so like, if you consume some of my content from a few years ago, um, I often push at this idea of dream bigger, dream bigger, dream bigger, dream bigger. Mm-hmm. And that's still an important part of my content and something I believe in. I always wanna push people out of their boxes, but I think that it's okay to be ambitious. Like my sister is a stay-at-home mom. She wants to be the best stay-at-home mom she can be. Yeah. And that's ambitious for her, right? Absolutely. And so I think that as I, as I work with more and more 
clients that are like so different on the spectrum because as a life coach, like I have all kinds of clients. A lot of them are business owners, but some of them aren't. Some Mm -hmm. of them have, you know, completely different goals. I think ambition is whatever goals are in your heart that you're going to unapologetically pursue them. And here's the key. Once we achieve the goals, we set more. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's important. And that's something I studied a lot on happiness this year. It's just something that I'm really interested in and like what causes happiness Mm -hmm. and achieving goals is actually one of the things that brings happiness. Um, but it's really interesting because for some people it's the key thing. And for other people, it's the thing that prevents happiness Mm. because they keep putting their happiness in the next goal. Mm -hmm. And so it's actually about being happy now and being so grateful for the goal you just accomplished Mm -hmm. because whatever goal you're pursuing now means you previously accomplished one. Mm -hmm. So even if your goal was like, I'm going to start my business and then you started it and now your goal is I want to grow my business to X level. You already accomplished that one goal, right? So it's being so happy and grateful and proud of what Mm -hmm. you've already accomplished and then working towards the next goal whatever that is for you, mm-hmm. whether it's my sister, you know, moving up and she's going to cook a better, the best, I don't know, uh, like the best pasta that yeah. she's ever made before. Like she's going to perfect the recipe. Right. And then, you know, it's, so it doesn't matter what the goals are to me. It matters that mm-hmm. you have goals. You're going to unapologetically pursue them. And it's important to be happy along the way and then set more and keep mm-hmm. growing always. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to comment on the money thing. Cause mm. I think this is really important. And I think that there's, so much uh uncomfortability with money and as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur if you have that you're, you're never going to be able to achieve your goals yeah. like because the metric of success for a business is money yeah and money is a wonderful tool it's a great thing like we all want more money and being able to confidently say like hey i have this financial goal it's really big i want to make more money mm-hmm. and i think sometimes i i see that entrepreneurs justify their money goals based on all the good they're going to do in the world. And I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome to want to do good in the world. Like for me, good is one of the things that motivates me on my vision board. There's like a, um, a check that I found literally on Google that mm. someone gave a hundred dollar tip. And I have that on my vision board because mm. I have this thing, like every time I go to a restaurant, I want to leave a hundred dollar tip mm-hmm. and things like that. Right. And so it's great that that stuff motivates you, but it doesn't make you worthy. Mm. And I think that that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle in. Like, they think that to have a lot of money means that they're worthy because they're going to like give it all away Mm -hmm. or because they're going to like do good in the world, but you're worthy and deserving just because you are. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with you. If you want to have more money so that you can be less stressed, that you can drive the car you want, live in the house you want, um, be able to treat your family the way you want to treat them. Like you deserve that. And everyone deserves that. Mm -hmm. Every human being on this earth deserves it. And I think it's really important that when we think about ambition and like the dictionary definition on (laughs) Google is greed. Well, what is greed? And I think that for me personally, like my belief is that greed is when money comes before everything else. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, let's say my fiance were to have a job opportunity tomorrow that would pay him 10 times what he makes now, but he would have to work 18 hour days. And like, let's just say it's this horrible Mm -hmm. like context, Mm -hmm. right? Greed would be saying, you should take that opportunity. Right. right. I would never say that. First of all, because I believe we can have it all. Right. And so I would say, well, why can't you make 10 times what you make now and work five hours a day, right? Right. Like, why not? Why is that not possible? And how can we create that? But even so, like greed would be putting money above everything else in your life. But having money as something that you want to create in your life amongst other things, love, joy, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, doing good in the world, having an impact, right? All these things. 
is wonderful mm-hmm. and you should own that. So I'm proud to say that as an ambitious woman, I love money. Yeah. Money loves me. Absolutely. I have high financial goals and I want to help other people do the same. And so I think that's like worth mentioning in this conversation since you were saying that that's like the definition. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, um, when I read a pocket, uh, happy pocket full of money. So it's, I'm, I was like, Oh my God, that's your book too. Yeah. I love that book. Um, and that I, so when I, before I started my business, I was that like, I have to have money to like money, 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 money. Like it was all around, like, I have to have money to afford my rent. I have to have money to afford my bills. I have to have money to do X, Y, and Z. And then all of a sudden I look around and I'm like, oh my God, I can't afford my rent. Like I only have a hundred dollars in my checking account. Like what is going wrong? Right. And I was just so stressed because I was like, I'm doing everything. I'm working. Why is the money not coming in? So that book really opened my eyes to just like the, the energetic, uh, appeal of what money is really. And, um, so that, yeah, that book really shifted me financially, but I want to touch on two things quick that you were talking about and still leading with money. I think, right? Money is just energy. And I think, um, those who are greedy, like you were saying, it's like money is their highest priority, but it's putting it above friends and family and other things that matter in their life. Money is awesome money. And whether you want to call me greedy or not, but it allows us to do anything we want. And obviously the more money you have, the more you can do things with ease, but you can also create a legacy. So like for me, it's, you know, it's you, you build businesses, you have these names, you can create a legacy out of that. You can have children or you can have, um, partnerships or you, right. You can, you can put your name anywhere and create this legacy and money kind of allows that, but it also just, it, it burdens stress on life. And I think, you know, from going from I need money all the time to I have enough money to afford everything. That's like the mental shift a lot of people need because unfortunately people are in such a stressed state of money and they think that I have to work harder. I have to put more hours in. I have to get a promotion. I have to get angry with my boss for not giving me a promotion. I have to yell at my spouse for not making more money. I have to save. I have to and you're not energetically ever going to bring in more ever versus switching your gear. And maybe you don't have the money right now, but saying, you know, I do have enough money to afford this. I'm going to figure it out. It's not a big deal. It will come to me if I know that I'm deserving of it. So that was like the one thing, because I think a lot of people think like entrepreneurs, we live this high life of just like crazy activities. We can do whatever we want. We never work and money just flows in and then they get you know, jealous or envy. And then that's when the mean comments start showing up, but it's total opposite. I mean, almost all the entrepreneurs I know are the most humble people ever. And they just, I think fully grasping what gratitude is and just having gratitude towards everything and every little accomplishment, which leads me to the second point that you brought up, which I do think I always have to work on. And a lot of entrepreneurs, um, I'm sure would agree is that we don't celebrate the small stuff enough. Like we do have to be grateful for every goal accomplished and we can't just rush through them. So we accomplished it. That's awesome. You need to celebrate that. You, you literally did something that you foresaw in the future, essentially, and you made it your reality. So you need to stop and you need to celebrate that before just rushing to the next thing. Cause we're just like going, 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 okay, what's the next big, best thing? What's the next, next program I can launch? How many clients can I land this month? Uh, what's the biggest funnel I can produce or whatever it is. 
is. Um, and I'm always after my clients for like celebrating the small stuff, celebrate the small stuff, because the more you celebrate that, the more gratitude in general you'll have around life. And then obviously the more, um, clients or income that you'll just naturally have. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I completely agree with everything you said. I love having pocket full of money too. It's yeah. An awesome book, so. Ugh. If you haven't read it, listen, I mean, read it or listen to it, I guess. I don't know if there's an audio book. Yeah, that, that book, I even gave it to my dad and he absolutely loved it. So I guess I don't even, I haven't even looked. Okay, so we are at 30 minutes. Okay, I was thinking we could talk forever on all of these, but I do like to keep these to close to 30. So um, I guess a piece of advice, um, if you have one saying or quote or uh, that one piece of advice that you repeatedly tell your clients or your friends and family on just going after your specific life, like that life that you imagine for yourself, what is that one piece of advice you give people to go after that? Yeah, I would just say to remind yourself your power, remind yourself that you're a powerful creator and you can have anything you want. Mm -hmm. And it's your thoughts that create your words, your words that create your actions and your actions that create your circumstances. So if you don't have the circumstances you want right now, that's okay, but take back your power and take responsibility for the fact that it's in my hands to create the life I want and no one else's. And it might be hard and there are going to be ups and downs at every stage, mm -hmm. at every stage, no matter how successful you are, there are still challenges. So be open to them, go after them with an open heart and just keep reminding yourself of your power. Because when you get into this space of, I can do it, I'm capable, this is possible for me magic starts falling into your life. Like mm -hmm. that is the most powerful state you can be in. So keep reminding yourself of that power and go after it, make it happen. It's in your hands and 2021 is going to be your year. If you decide it's going to be, that's it. Yeah. I love that. Oh my goodness. Wow. That was super powerful. So anyone listening, if you, if you didn't want to go reach out to Jacqueline and get all of the help needed um, from her, just advice, just uh, even having like a friend, uh, someone to lean on or inspired to be, please go reach out to Jacqueline. So um, where can people find you? Where do you hang out the most social media wise or website wise? Or where can people just reach out and get to know you more? Yeah, the best place to find me is Instagram. My name is at Jacqueline DiGregorio. And if you want to learn more about, uh, you know, some of the stuff I do, coaching, my books, whatever, mm -hmm. um, my website is JacquelineDiGregorio.com. Awesome. And they can purchase books from there too? Yeah. Or yeah, on Amazon. You can just search Amazon, my, my, the book that you guys would be interested in is called Stop Getting in Your Own Way. I wrote it for actually specifically female entrepreneurs to help oh, nice. them overcome bad habits, limiting beliefs, all the things that held me back for a long time. Um, and you can just search it on Amazon. I love that. Oh, I'm going to actually go read that book. <laughs> Why not? I right. Love I love books like that. Thank you so much, Jacqueline, for coming on. Uh, hopefully we'll have you back on. And of course, everyone go check her out. Go listen to her podcast. Do you have any last remarks before we tune off? I guess I just want to say whatever it is that you're going through, however hard it feels, just know that like everything you want is, is waiting for you. So please don't give up. Please keep going. Mm -hmm. Like I was so close to giving up on my dreams and I'm so grateful I didn't. And I, I just want you to know, like, you're going to get through it. You're going to figure it out. You've gone through of all of the hard days, all of the stressful times in the mm -hmm. past. It's going to get easier. It's going to get better. Choose better thoughts, believe in yourself and keep taking the action steps and magic will unfold. Miracles happen every single day and they're going to happen to you. Oh, I love that. That's such a good way to end this. Thank you so, so much. 
All right, everyone, we are going to tune off. Thank you for listening and please go reach out to Jacqueline. I hope this podcast inspired you all to go after your dreams. All right, I will catch you all next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or just feel fired up, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories. It's always so motivating to see you getting the inspiration you needed to level up for my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes, and I encourage you to do the same. If you think a friend or family member would enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share the ambition. I can't wait to chat next week, but until then, keep being ambitious AF.